Hi everyone. Welcome to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Sarah. I'm Pooja. I'm Harshini. And in this podcast, we talk about the books that we've read, um, their summaries, and our thoughts about it, and whether we'd recommend reading it. And this week, we are talking about um, the book Newcomer by Kiago Higanashino. Um, so Pooja, take it away with the summary. All right. So this is in a series. Uh, it is by a Japanese author and is translated from Japanese to English. Um, and it's part of this detective series called the Kaga, Detective Kaga series. Um, I think it's number eight. And uh, but you can read all the books like standalone. They don't have to read the entire series to get the gist of this. The basic plot summary, without any spoilers, is that a murder happens, and we're following kind of each each chapter is like a individual vignette, I guess, um, where it focuses on like one particular like character within this whole murder story. So each chapter is focused on one character and you see this kind of like the backstory of this character and their interactions with the police and the detective and how they kind of factor into this entire murder plot. Um, but other than that, it's very much a basic detective story where you're following like this detective interacting with all of these different characters and figuring out, you know, who is murdered um, who like who has been who has killed who has been murdered um, and that sort of thing and just kind of you're following this detective and that whole process. Uh, so in this particular story, we're following Detective Kaga and how he ends up finding out who killed this woman um, named, I believe her name is Mitsu. Uh, Min you guys want to help me out here? <laughs> Yeah, Maneko. Maneko, right. Sorry. Um, yeah, so we're following um, Detective Kaga investigating this uh, the murder of this character named Maneko. Um, and she is this 45-year-old woman who is living alone. Uh, and, you know, like, it's this very horrific murder. She was strangled to death. Um, and, yeah, they're just trying to figure out, like, her life. We, As the story goes on, we figure out, like, a little bit more background about her, you know, who she was, who she interacted with, who were her friends, her family, etc. And then we kind of like are kind of going into figuring out um, how she was murdered and who murdered her by the end of the story. Um, so yeah, I'm going to turn it over to Harshini to talk a little bit, kind of get us started on the review part of the podcast. Yeah, so this book, Honestly, good job, Sarah, for choosing a book that I finally feel good about. I uh, rated this book 4.5 stars because I think, honestly, I feel like my ratings in general really depend on what books I have been reading. So we all know if, you know, you listened to the last episode, how I felt about the last book. And I feel like this book really did what the last book didn't do, which is like, kind of give us this plot that was told in a very interesting way um, but it really tied up nicely and you know I really love a good plot I think this was a solid plot and even if it wasn't the most thrilling book like this wasn't a thriller it was just a detective mystery um, I still really enjoyed it and found myself really wanting to know what happened um, so 
I think one of the things that I first really liked about the book is in the beginning, there is this cast of characters. And I don't know if that's, yeah, I'm assuming it's in every version of the book, but I'm on that page right now so I can reference it because there are a lot of characters. Um, as Pooja said, there are little like parts of the story that all kind of are self-contained, but they all lead up to how, you know, the mystery gets solved, different facts that are relevant um, to Detective Kaga solving the mystery. So I really liked that you know, I could always reference this cast of characters. I think it's like somewhat common maybe in mysteries with a lot of characters, but um, I also really liked that the parts were self-contained. So, you know, we had like the very first one was the girl at the rice cracker shop and it, it was very um, setting based rather than chronological. I feel like the author could have told this story in a chronological manner and and Detective Kaga could have visited, which, you know, in, in chronological order, he did visit all these different places, um, you know, throughout the time he was investigating this. So if he to told it in chronological order, we would have to keep track of everyone at the same time, he would be jumping around between different places and you would have a harder time tying together the facts. But I think the way that this was told, it was like each little part of the story um, had, you know, it's sub chapters that were very short. And then we found out something from that that wasn't, you know, like solving the murder immediately, but it was a fact that you, you know, found that Detective Kaga really pieced together. You saw the way that he was able to piece it together. And that made you really appreciate him, I think, as a smart detective. And I just found that really attractive. <laughs> like, I was like, this was a character that to me, I was like, you know, I, I don't think they gave like too, too much description about him other than, oh, he like doesn't really dress super nice for a detective. But, you know, he's, he's really cute going into all of these different places. Arjuna, do you have a crush on a fictional character? <laughs> Listen, I always have crushes on fictional characters almost <laughs> exclusively. Um, I, yeah, I feel like I haven't had one on a character in a book in a while, but like, yeah, I mean, I feel like this book, it was like easy to crush on him since he wasn't, you know, like any of the creepy men in <laughs> The Maiden it was like, this is a normal, nice guy um, that, you know, was really smart, really good at solving this and just uh, the connections he was able to make with the people in this town. And like, you know, he was all like the new guy, but really pieced it together because he was so curious and actually listened to people and just like their entire lives rather than just what he was looking for. So anyway, I think that overall that, you know, the ending was good without any spoilers that I was satisfied. And I think in general, I just really enjoyed reading this book. Uh, it didn't take me too long to read. It's pretty short. So I enjoyed it. But next, we'll go to Sarah. What did you think about the book you chose? <laughs> okay. I 
agree with I you literally said every single thing that I was gonna say like I love that the character list especially with such a convoluted story like this one and I really like that um each like section goes into a different sub story of the whole story it like makes it a lot easier to understand what's happening especially in such like a complicated story like this one um, I would rate the book uh, 4.5 stars. It's definitely my favorite book out of all the books that we've um, talked about on this podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I found Kaga really likable, which is refreshing because I feel like a lot of the books we've read is like, I don't know who to relate to. I don't like any of these people. Um, I also liked um, the way it was written, especially like, I don't, they're like little things like how at the beginning of each like sub story, it just like says, oh, a man entered and it gave the description of the man and you automatically knew it was Kaga and his like relaxed personality and the way he dresses. Yeah, I'd say 4.5 stars, definitely would recommend I don't have any real qualms with the book at all. I also did not expect the ending, which I appreciate. I was like, the whole time I was like, I have literally no idea who killed this poor woman, but I can't wait to find out. <laughs> so yeah, Pooja, what are your thoughts? So I'm gonna have to disagree with both of you on your rating. <laughs> Sorry to be the unpopular opinion here. But okay, first off, I'm going to say I did like this book, right? I um, am a big, I like detective fiction generally. Uh, this is my first foray into Japanese detective fiction. So, you know, that was cool. Um, uh, but my, I guess like, so my rating, the rating that I'm going to give is three stars, right? But this three stars to me is not bad. It's just average <laughs> like it's just like it's not like I had a particular I didn't have a bad time with it but it's not like it like really blew me away or I was like really surprised because in my head like if I'm reading a mystery I need to be like surprised I need to be have like things happening and this was very Wait, are, you, are you saying you weren't surprised by the ending not really it was it was so it was very much like um I don't know like it was there was no like twist you know what I'm saying like there was no like something that's supposed to like catch you off guard or anything like that it was very like a systematic investigation and you just end up fine like I liked Kaga I thought he was a great character he was very entertaining the this book kind of reminded me a little bit of like Agatha Christie Hercule Poirot type and like I typically give those mysteries three stars also because it's just like it's not like it's necessarily like throwing you a weird twist or anything like that but it's just fun to read like you know it's not necessarily going to blow you away but it's like an enjoyable read but with this one I just like I really appreciated like the individual character things like the little like subsections like I thought it was a very clever way of breaking down like all these cast of characters into like their own specific sub stories and you got invested in their sub stories also and I thought that was really nice and I enjoyed reading that and like Kaga like showing up with his, it literally said a short sleeve shirt over a, a t-shirt or something. 
I was like, that's how you know, that's the guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he's always like bringing food to everyone. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Such a nice guy. <laughs> but but yeah, but I, I liked the characters, but I didn't think like, it because I went into it thinking it was going to be like this like full-on mystery, I was expecting more of a mystery. Instead, it just kind of felt like a character study of all the suspects in a murder case. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. If anything, maybe, maybe what I would have liked more is spending more time in Kaga's head thinking about the mystery or like doing the solving. Instead, we spent more time with the actual characters, which is, it, it's a style. It's just like how it was decided to be written. But like, I would definitely check out the rest of the books in the series, but like, I would also expect them to be very similar to like Agatha Christie, her Kilpoy Rose style, where it's like you read it and then you're just like, all right, it's not necessarily a book that's going to stick with me, but I still enjoy it. It's like a fun read. I can't so believe would I you just called a murder mystery a fun read. But I know I was going to bring that up later. Like, oh, just casually read murder mysteries all the time. Like, what if? this actually happens and like god forbid in your life or like I don't know it's just it's very like I feel like you can easily remove yourself from the yeah. the terribleness of murder <laughs> because yeah. you just read all these and and you know all of us really but would you recommend this book Pooja to anyone yeah I would recommend it it's just fun yeah, I was I always forget to say this but I would also recommend it you know I feel like that was kind of obvious for my rating but yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I I saw, you know, online and stuff, a lot of references to Agatha Christie. And I agree, like, that's definitely, you know, she's an author I like. I, I love picking up her books because I feel like I know what to expect and I get it. But I definitely see how you were like, you know, there's no, I think the thing is, and I realized this when I was reading it, is there wasn't really a suspect that we were like oh following this suspect I think it's this guy like I was trying to put that together in my head but that was the thing because each of the little parts of um each of the parts didn't really talk about a suspect it just talked about the character stories but then there was something you know there was a reason Kago was talking to them but it was often you know like something that ended up in her apartment Mineko the victim's apartment and Kaga was trying to track down how it got there and what the relevance to the murder was but it wasn't necessarily saying that this person is going to be a suspect and I think until you get towards the end there's nothing you can really use as like oh this could be a motive or a weapon or something that is used in the the actual murders so I feel like that made it a little bit less thrilling and maybe a little bit less like exciting I don't know in that way where otherwise if you do like in the maidens you had you know a number one suspect from the book description so that kind of makes it a little bit more of a you know you're trying to follow this like mystery and trying to even solve it in your own head I think it was hard as a reader to try to solve this mystery in your own head yeah there there was like not as much of like a build-up tension suspense thing right 
it was like very much like all right like obviously you you're building up to find out who murdered Maneko but like the there's no like intense suspense tension thing going on you know like even Kaga himself is such a relaxed person that he doesn't even make the other person feel that tense that oh I'm a murder suspect <laughs> he's just like no nah, chill eat this pastry <laughs> like it's fine <laughs> but yeah okay Sarah what it, as the person who chose this book what are your responses to this <laughs> Yeah, I guess like when I said unexpected ending, I was like, oh, the whole time I was trying to be like, which of these characters did it? And then it was like, at the end of each chapter, it was like, oh, obviously not this one. <laughs> and so it was like, it was hard to be like, oh, I think it's this one because yada, 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 except for like, maybe you could be like, oh, this person wasn't ruled out. So maybe it means that killed them or her so um yeah I agree it was uh, it was not a typical mystery book but you know I I didn't mind that too much like I thought it was like you know relaxing and entertaining to just see like oh this is how the mystery unfolds and I don't have to use my brain to figure out like oh it was this person that killed her yeah I think you know I I think just because it was not a typical one doesn't mean it was not a good one. It was good in its own way, I would say. And I'm glad I picked it because I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like, like I said before, it wasn't a thriller. So I, I knew that going in, like, this is not going to be the same kind of, you know, page turner in that way. For me, you know, whenever there's like a question of who, like who murdered this person, um, there, like that's the inherent mystery that, you know, is the point of the book. But for me, like, I'm always, you know, I just want to know who the murderer is. So I will like keep reading and, you know, not stop reading just to find out the answer. That's why I feel like in general mystery and thriller books to me, um, even, even like this, if it was more relaxed, I still just want to know. And so that's different than, you know, a fiction book where, you know, it's like a family drama or something, but there's no real problem, like big overarching problem to be solved. I, you know, don't have as much of a need to like read through it really quickly but with this book I feel like it also was kind of refreshing in that this is how real murders are solved you know it's like you're not gonna have like all this crazy drama happening really here it was it was so normal you know like it was just these people living their lives having these like small family shops in most cases and everybody was normal and this one guy or one person who um in the end you find out is the person you're like they're just also like a normal person I'm I'm veering into spoiler territory so let me step back (laughs) but um I feel like the whole normalcy around it was really nice because 
you know, it's never like there's all of uh, immediately, there's not always all these suspects in a real case. It's always, you know, let's try to use what we have, which is like super mundane facts of like, oh, this was weird in the victim's apartment this like particular thing someone said was really strange and it's like very small facts you have to follow to try to get to what happened so in that way I think I liked it because instead of having to like figure out which of many suspects was the person it was more you know how can I tie the little information I have into something that will tell me the answer of the murder so I think that way and that way I liked it a lot okay all right (laughs) since I almost (laughs) spoiled everything I was like let's talk about these spoilers now come on (laughs) yes time for the spoilers guys so if you do want to read this book um hopefully nothing I said (laughs) will give you any answers I don't think it will honestly but you should go and check out this book I think we all actually agree on that this time so definitely check it out but you know if you are coming back or if you've already read the book which oh my god you're killing the game if you're watching the podcast already having read the book then now is the time to talk about all of our thoughts so Pooja why don't we start with you what what do you want to talk about all right so I want to talk about the ending (laughs) um okay here I have one qualm with the ending right I have like one like this okay wait (laughs) in in my detective stories right like in the stories that I have read before with regards to like detective stories they normally you as a person can like guess right of like whether this person did it or not like the the author leaves hints along the way or something so like and it builds up and then the by the ending it makes sense as to like this is the person who did this crime right in this case I genuinely felt like there was not that much like there were not that many breadcrumbs left there for me to understand that this person was the one like this guy I I will not even attempt to pronounce his name, but this man was the one who like killed the lady. And I, and I also felt like the reasoning was still weak to me. Like I was not fully convinced, like that's the reason, even with that weird twist, the small twist at the end where it's like, oh, he he did it for his son or whatever. I still felt like "Mm, it's, it's not a good enough motive for murder for me, you know? But that might just be on me. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I feel like, so Kishida is my attempt to pronounce his last name. So Kishida, I think, was definitely, first of all, for your first point, like, yeah, we weren't, I don't think, introduced to him until, like, very later in the book. Like, honestly, I don't remember the exact point at which we met him because I think we more so met... um, his like uh, daughter-in-law and yeah, the son and stuff yeah. like that um was Reiko I think Reiko, yeah. yeah 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 Reiko so I feel like yeah there's definitely it's hard when you don't know the character to like suspect them or even you know like we talked about you know everyone else was kind of 
in the story but like there was definitely nothing obvious on about anyone else to suspect other than maybe like Mineko's husband and son or something but yeah I feel like that for me it was it was a little different but I also kind of felt like the whole murder weapon thing um which was you know the string from the what's it called the spinning, toy yeah the, the spinning toy spinning top head. yeah I almost yeah. called it like a dreidel but <laughs> no the spinning top with like a string which honestly I was trying to imagine like what kind of string this is that like it could actually be used to strangle some I guess you could do it with any string anyway so they he went on that whole like you know chapter part about the like toy and I feel like that's when you can start to maybe think about like the string and the strangling so I feel like that was more just even like understanding how the murder happened so for me like I I felt enough that I was able to pick up on some of those things where I was like okay I'm being smart like I'm figuring some stuff out which honestly I didn't figure that much out but normally when I'm reading these kinds of books I'm just like whatever the author will tell me um at least I felt like that part of it there was there was some build up there even if the person who did it which you know is definitely the thing that you most want to find out like yeah I agree there wasn't as much of a way that you can narrow it down to specifically Kushida as far as motive I will also say yeah like at first I kind of felt that way and that's probably why like I you know didn't rate it five stars I felt like that part maybe was like the main thing that I don't know it's always so hard and I think you know unless you have a really troubled character or you know like some like really really strong I guess like personal thing that the victim did to the perpetrator like I, I guess there's like you know it's hard to say what could be like a really good motive for murder but yeah there's definitely this like you know what it wasn't there any other way to go about it I always think about like yeah what what would be the other way other than murder for Kishida to have gotten away with the whole embezzling money from Mineko's fake company thing and (laughs) he was already in a lot of trouble I agree that murder was not like the number one option but I felt like aside from telling people and admitting to something like there wasn't a lot of other great options again I don't feel like it's the perfect reasoning but I think it's kind of like okay this is something that that could happen and in in the cast of all the characters you know this like it's like you are in this world these are the options that you have in terms of the cast of characters like I think that this was a good route to go instead of something with directly Mineko's family like he could have done something with the you know like you know Mineko's ex-husband and he has this new young secretary and they could have spun that into like there was something with that that was the cause of the murder but I liked that 
it wasn't that and it was something different maybe if it was that that would have felt a little more expected to like maybe Sarah or someone but what do you think Sarah yeah I could see how it was like a bit of a stretch like I feel like it was just like oh I don't know what I'm gonna do I mean I go kill her it was like he could have like the author could have added a little more to that instead of just I am gonna get found out for my embezzling money so now I must kill her but I mean I don't know I I feel like I feel like the most unreasonable thing to me is that he killed her with a toy string (laughs) because I yeah I agree you continue Like, I, I feel like it would, like, if you, like, I mean, I don't know the conversion of the currency, but it's that, it seems like it was a lot of money. And if you are stressed about being, <laughs> what is your face, Busha? I don't know. I feel like if you are stressed about embezzling a lot of money, like, I don't think murder is that far-fetched. I but- yeah sorry go ahead go ahead no go no i was gonna say no by the face of incredulity is not regarding the fact that like people have killed for less right yeah that's not however like how much force do you really need to use a toy string okay yeah especially because he was like oh i don't want to use a knife because that'll be blood and i don't want to clean it up and i was like okay but like what makes you think you can strangle someone with a tiny tiny little string exactly and also like this man is not like in his prime like maybe he's a healthy man but he's a grandpa like he's he's significantly older right (laughs) like this man really killed a young woman. Like, I wouldn't say she's young per se, but a middle-aged woman with a toy string. And that's yeah. the way they explained it. They were just like, so he just like put the string and then she collapsed on the floor. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, the author was trying to think of something clever and that's what they thought of. But I think as far as, I don't know, I feel like if I learned something from that um I already forgot the name the murder podcast is that humans are hard to kill and I feel like using a tiny three millimeter string is not gonna kill a human (laughs) but maybe I'm wrong so yeah that was my qualm I didn't have any qualm with the rationale for the murder because I know people are like could be stressed about that and going to jail for a while and then like, I mean, his whole family would be affected because, I mean, his son and his daughter-in-law are, like, horrible with money, and they'd be screwed without him. So I I could see his rationale, but, like, the murder weapon was, like, a little bit of a stretch. I thought it was a clever. It was clever, but um, maybe more realistic <laughs> would be nice. Maybe next time. <laughs> next time we try something maybe we use a different different method yeah (laughs) you ever tried pills poison oh that yeah i (laughs) I don't know well he said he he was too old to do it with his hands okay so he can use a string but he's too old to use his hands (laughs) i don't know but um i guess yeah i guess he could have just given her some food and she was poisoned then i'm sure kaga would find out eventually but like it would be hard to figure out that 
a gift of food is what yeah i mean you know kaga's gonna find out everything the man's <laughs> a genius yeah he was so good i actually found him so like this is like a totally we're veering in other direction now but <laughs> i was okay there were several like heartwarming parts in this book right where it was unexpectedly heartwarming where i was like why are you trying to hit me in the field in the middle of this murder mystery right now <laughs> but especially there was this one part where like the there was like a group of characters they were a family where like the mom and the daughter-in-law were like always at odds with each other and they were always kind of like arguing and the husband was kind of like stuck in between and then by the end you realize that the daughter-in-law like you know bought a gift for the mom and the mom like bought something for the daughter-in-law and I was just like oh god <laughs> this is so cute <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was, I don't know, I just thought that was, like, so heartwarming. And there were, like, a couple of other instances as well. Like, yeah, you guys feel that? I, I feel like he was, like, a detective and a therapist all in one. He was, like... Yeah, I agree with this. I agree <laughs> with this. <laughs> yeah, I think he said, like, solving the crime isn't enough. I, like, appreciated that he helped people solve their problems. And he did it in, like, the right way. So they actually were solved and not made worse. He was just like, oh, you know, like trying to help the people in addition to like help the victims as well, in addition to like the ones who have been murdered, like the people who have been left behind. And, oh, that was so, so cute. I was like, damn, you know what? Now that I'm talking more about this, I see your crush, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, Pooja definitely has a crush on this man. I don't know why she's hounding her sheeny for it. Okay. You know what? I, I see it. I see it. It's like heart of gold. How am I not supposed to have a fictional crush on this man? I mean, I did too. I was like, wow, this man is perfect. Like <laughs> what I would do to meet this man in real life. <laughs> I know, right? Like I feel like he was just so good and smart, but just not stuck up or anything. And he kind of, you know, nudges people in the right direction without being like, oh, I'm the boss I know everything so I'm like oh perfect this is a great male character I loved it <laughs> so are we deciding that we're just going to continue the series now like <laughs> we just start from the beginning like <laughs> yeah all the podcasts after this is just the whole series <laughs> we just rename this Kaga fan club like <laughs> I think that's a better name for this right now <laughs> yeah also he like he gave the other detective like credit it wasn't like ah, i'm better than you i'm gonna tell everyone that i solved all this he was like here you go you are a good person and i'll help you out such a modest humble man like great we love to see that's <laughs> the best <laughs> new favorite detective hercule poirot who i don't even know <laughs> you know what was this is super like not related but I, I don't know maybe it's related part of like the you know trans this is like a translated version of a japanese story i just loved how i think the old like this is the big thing that popped out to me they kept like having this little phrase like search me which I think that like 
I don't know. Like, uh, what is like the English actual translation like? Like, it's like I don't know. I thought it was like beats me. Beats me. There we go. Yeah. I was like, what does this search mean? (laughs) Wait, (laughs) but I, I really like that. I don't know. I was like search if I would say if people actually knew what it meant it was like I don't know I think it's a cool way to say like I have no idea search me (laughs) (laughs) sounds weird though (laughs) yeah at first I I was just like wait what what am I missing here (laughs) yeah but like so many people like so many of the characters used it in the book they were like search me search me <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> I guess that's what we're going with now well okay so we know there were a bunch of characters a bunch of little like stories and I feel like Pooja revealed that her favorite was um what was it the china shop where there was basically the wife and then the mother-in-law and then the husband caught in the middle of it maybe I don't know maybe that was your favorite maybe not but what what were your all favorite like parts or like little character development (laughs) I was literally looking at you I was like so Sarah gonna go Sarah gonna go (laughs) okay because I can't decide like I really like all of them in their own way I I think I I really like the one I mean this wasn't really part of was it I don't remember. I really liked when it was like revealed that she moved to that like province because uh, like her friend told her that her son lived there and that he has a girlfriend and that then she thought that like the girlfriend was pregnant and she was like doing all these things to be like, like, I hope you have like a good pregnancy and stuff. Um, like from afar I like really really liked that part of the story it was like so wholesome I was uh, my heart was warm but as for like the actual sub story main plot I feel like I would have to go I don't know it's really so hard (laughs) I kind of have like two main ones one is obviously what Harshini said you said the like mom and daughter-in-law that story I found like I thought it initially it was kind of like oh it's gonna be one of those things but then at the end when they were like both helping each other I was like damn cute um but then the other one was actually the one with the best friend and like originally like they their like relationship was super strained when like the best friend reveals that she's moving away with like her fiance and so like the main like the woman who was murdered Manik Maneko, um, she's kind of like disappointed and she's like, oh my God, what's going to happen to me? Because she was kind of relying on this woman um, in like to like help out her financial situation while she's getting her job sorted and that sort of thing. And then you find out that she actually like bought this gift for her, like on the day that they were going to like meet again. And then that's the same day that she ends up getting murdered. And I was just like, no like they missed their moment but then when Kaga helped her like realize like no she forgave you like you didn't end on bad terms like she forgave you she wanted to give you this it's like a nice parting gift and then his whole thing of like oh you know 
I'm here to like help the people who are left behind as well because they also go through so much trauma after their loved one dies and that sort of thing. And I was like, oh my God, so cute. Um, but yeah, no, that was my moment. <laughs> yeah, there, there were honestly so many heartwarming moments in this book. It was, I appreciated it. I thought I, like the part where like the chopsticks had cherry blossoms because that's where they met or I don't know it was sentimental and I was like wow that is the cutest thing ever <laughs> yeah oh my god I almost forgot about that that was really cute yeah you're right I feel like everything honestly every story by the end there was some heartwarming moment but I feel like you guys mentioned a lot of the ones that were most cute I feel like for me the most I guess interesting part of it was the handicraft shop basically the toy shop where you know um the owner I think Masayo had all of these beautiful handicrafts made with like the best materials and I don't know it just gave me some sort of like happiness <laughs> that, that was you know the kind of like cute handicrafts that were in that store like I just felt like I could be in that store and I was like I want to buy something that's made from like these quality materials and you know whether it's like whatever whatever else was in that store I don't know I only remember the toys but I thought it was just really interesting when you know by the end you were I think that was like the one story where I'm pretty sure by the end you were a little bit confused still because you didn't find out the entire you know reason for Kaga investigating the toys just yet you were kind of still had to read a bit more to understand all of that um because yeah he like kind of just buys out like all of the toys in the display and she's just like wait you want all of them and he's like yeah I'll pay for it and then you're just like wait what but um then you find out that oh it's like because you know the guy Kishida he eventually bought this toy for his grandson but he originally stole the toy from this like with the string that he actually used to strangle Neko but he like you know had to do I feel like that was the most you know even though like I totally understand what you guys said about this is not super realistic to use the string I feel like because there was that intricacy I really liked that part of the story um and I also really liked the first part of the story I feel like I don't remember it that much to be honest but I just remember writing down that Naho was a really relatable girl because she was pretty young and she was just like why is this detective just telling me all this information and I was thinking that and then she said it right the next line and I was like we are on the same page so I just enjoyed <laughs> that and I feel like that story I mean even if it wasn't like the most memorable in that you know I can't remember exactly what happened it was something with the insurance agents weird behaviors but you saw just the beginnings of how much Kaga was like persistently coming to like ask them questions but you saw the reason for it and he showed Naho this whole thing about the people on the street the men on the streets like some on the right side were 
wearing their suit jackets and on the left side they weren't and she was like whoa I never noticed that and that whole part like observation helps solve the little like mystery of what happened with the insurance agent so I feel like that was my first revelation that okay this is a book where you're solving these little like questions to build up to the murder so I just enjoyed the beginning for that reason yeah I mean I also like to word I guess like the suit jacket thing I'll be honest like I didn't really understand it like I had to reread that part a couple of times because I was like I because this man really like stretching it a little bit (laughs) like I don't know I was like okay I get I kind of get what you're saying Um, but I think it was like, there was another story in the beginning that I also kind of like going back to the heartwarming thing. Like there was another story in the beginning where it was like this young man worked for this couple who was like the watch repair people. Um, I don't know what it is about that story, but number one, I was just like, I want to get into watch repairing now. (laughs) Like, it was just so interesting. I was like, damn, like, this is cool. Um, but also I like the story because it was like super heartwarming where like the dad or like the main like the like husband um, of like the couple who owned the store he like has an argument with his daughter and his daughter like run like runs away and marries someone else and like after that he kind of disowns her but then like he finds out that she is pregnant but like doesn't want to say anything like doesn't tell his family and like the mom separately knows this because she kind of keeps in touch with the daughter but the dad doesn't like he tells everyone he doesn't but like he like low-key like pays attention to her and like you know knows from afar that this is happening and he kind of like always like keeps an eye on her and observes her which now that I'm saying it sounds a little bit creepy but it's not that creepy it's very endearing trust me (laughs) but but yeah, but I just really, I thought it was very, like, I just thought it was very cute. Like, yeah, that that also, I found that heartwarming. And they were all like, oh, let's all keep it a secret that we all know that he's, like, secretly, you know, secretly still loves his daughter, but, like, don't, don't tell him that you know that, he, that don't tell him that you know that he, his secret or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was very endearing. Nice. Any other topics? <laughs> I don't have any other topics. I feel like this is a very straightforward book, you know? Yeah, not too many qualms. So I feel like that's usually where we where we really dwell. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of qualms and questions in previous books. But I feel like here, yeah, it was, you know, everything made sense, which again, I think that was to be appreciated after after the books that we read. Sarah. Cool. Any last thoughts? Uh, I agree with you guys. It was pretty straightforward, which I liked. I don't know. I just thought it was, I, I didn't honestly have too many notes about this book because I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That's heartwarming. And I love Kaga. And that's all the notes I have. So, yeah. I guess one one last thing is there, yeah, there was that part at the very end where you know you find out the reason why and stuff so I don't know any any other kind of comments related to that because for me I I was just kind of like oh what is happening with you know we find out the murder 
where like he gives his whole statement of what you know happened but then there's still more to the book and then you find out both Yusegi's story like the other main detective person I feel like he has a different title but you find out his story and then how he is able to get Kushida to open up so what do you think like about that kind of ending part of the book do you think it was good or it was kind of unnecessary or sorry I'm looking at you (laughs) (laughs) um I mean I mean I you can't really say it was necessary because well, at least in my opinion, it wasn't necessary, but I don't think it took away from the book. I thought it was like, I thought it like made you understand things a little more and like get deeper connections and understanding of what these characters, like who they are and their background. So I I mean, I'm pretty indifferent about it. I don't think it was necessary, but I also don't think it like was negative towards the book. I think it it helped in the book. What do you think, Pooja? I mean, I kind of agree. Like, I don't, I think if anything, it might have, like, my assumption is that it, like, the idea was that it would strengthen um, Kushida's motive, right? Like, you would do anything for your kid and, like, saving your kid and whatever. So, like, that made sense to me. But, I mean, honestly, if they if that wasn't there, I would still be like, oh, all right, like, okay, yeah, he killed for money, makes sense, that makes sense, he didn't want to get found out, whatever. Um, the whole thing with the police detective and his backstory and, like, why he's the way that he is, um, and, like, he's, like, throughout the book, just for context, throughout the book, he's, like, a little bit cranky, he doesn't really like Kaga, um, and he kind of like has a thing against the uh, murdered woman's son as well because he thinks that kind of like the kid was raised wrong and whatever he's just kind of like not necessarily a very amiable person um, but yeah but like him kind of going and like having that conversation with the murder suspect uh, to like get more out of him I don't know I, I don't yeah I kind of agree I'm kind of indifferent to it it if it wasn't there I would have thought pretty much the same thing about this book um but I guess I appreciated it it added a little bit more emotional depth not that it needed anymore but (laughs) yeah I mean I was gonna say I feel like for for the whole emotional part of Yusegi's story I feel like maybe I don't know I mean it was definitely interesting to hear but I think we felt a lot more about some of the other parts because it was a little bit longer it wasn't even that much longer they're honestly pretty short parts but I feel like you got to know the characters a little bit better so maybe even if this character I I don't really remember Yusegi being brought up that much in the beginning I feel like it was more towards this end part so maybe if this was a soul like character aside from Kaga who is kind of present throughout the story maybe we could have felt a little more like that was the thing to do because he kind of said oh you should be the one to get this out of Kushida and then we found out that whole backstory but I don't know for me that kind of felt a little like oh okay (laughs) like I don't know it was just kind of put in there and again it was the way the story was told but 
I feel like that was one of the parts where it was, you know, I I think that could he could have been a character that was present throughout the book. I also did want to say, I feel like I, I kept forgetting this because, you know, there is that kind of a hanging point of why is, you know, uh, Reiko and, you know, her family kind of having all of these expensive things, but they don't have, you know, the, I guess like you could piece it together by Kashida's statement, but I feel like it was kind of, I didn't really put that fully together personally that, you know, oh, the father Kashida was giving the money to his son. And that's the reason for, you know, the, the whole look of their apartment and whatnot. I feel like those kinds of points where it's like a question in the book the author could have maybe done a better job of being like oh this is weird and and kind of making you a little more suspicious of it or something because I think if if he was able to do that a little bit better you would you would be a little more intrigued of oh I want to figure out what's happening here and then kind of read for that where I think you know what we were talking about throughout this podcast was there was part of that but then there was a lot of you know the characters stories themselves were cute but if you had a little bit more emphasis on the mystery of even the little facts we found out I think that could have made it a little more intriguing overall in the mystery I mean I don't know if I would agree because I thought that I don't know they the author said many times well, not, maybe not many times, but enough that I was like, that's weird. Um, he, the author was like, oh, like they have things. Well, like when they were talking about their money and, and sometimes the son didn't pay on time, I was like, the, oh, my dad will help us out. It doesn't matter. Or like the detective, like when they were leaving was like, oh, they seem to have like really expensive things and go on shopping sprees. That's weird. I was like, you know, maybe there is something like the dad is giving the money, but it's not clean because it was like mentioned, but it was like, I don't know. I feel like everything in this book is mentioned for a reason. So I just thought that there would be something tied to that. I was also thinking, I guess since this is a series, maybe like the background on the second detective would be relevant to other I don't know how tightly these books are tied but maybe it's like he's more important to another book and so that's why he's providing background I mean that's the only thing I could think of about why he would provide more background on the second detective that was barely in it yeah I think there was like I don't know I felt like there was like a hint for like the next book they'd be working together again because like the whole thing was that he was like a new detective in this particular precinct or something right so I'm assuming that the books after this is like his experience in this new place and maybe this detective would be his partner I don't know there was some I felt that but I also don't know I have to read it to like actually get it aren't they like technically partners so I guess it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like, maybe each book you like understand a little bit more about the second detective. (laughs) 
yeah <laughs> something like that I don't know but yeah yeah I I don't know because I I feel like this is a new setting like I don't know what the previous books like what setting he was in I, I I'm guessing just a whole different um province and stuff but you know here I don't know if future books you know take place with not just the detective possibly other characters I don't know to be seen but yeah I think there are definitely hints about stuff like that that you brought up Sarah but I probably just didn't pay enough attention so I probably didn't pick it up but you're right it was definitely there but cool any final thoughts y'all all right I think we have wrapped up episode four thanks for listening and for our next book we have yet to pick it so stay tuned on that i think it might be by an indian author it might be another (laughs) mystery kind of book but it also might not and i was looking at our previous books and i'm like maybe we should try a different different theme but we are just fans of murder and mysteries which uh it's yeah it's it's fine it's it's all fictional so we haven't we haven't gone into nonfiction yet so we're okay for the murder here <laughs> but um thanks for listening everyone see you next time bye bye bye